Welcome to Motorsport Coaching, the podcast for racers with racers. Miss Motivate can help get you to the next level. Every episode, she talks to the best racers of today and those that can get you there. She'll help you get better. Racing new. At fitness, nutrition, sports psychology, sponsorship, social media, public relations, and media training. Connect with Miss Motivate at motivatetraining.com.au. That's M O T I V, the number eight, training.com.au. And now, to help get you to the next level, Miss Motivate herself, Belinda Risley. Hello, crew, and welcome to episode 147. I can't believe we're nearing episode 150. I'm so excited. Come episode 150, we're going to have a new brand, a new sponsor, a new kind of a layout. I'm pretty sure I'll keep saying the intro, but definitely the American intro is going and there'll be a lot of changes happening, which I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with 21 Superstar Marketing Media Assistant Marley Chapman, where she talks about all the sacrifices and the opportunities that she's had over the last few years getting into motorsport. Today's episode is with driver coach Tommy Schroeder, all the way from Denmark. Tommy has recently developed a driver coaching program called Baseline for drivers that can be utilized anywhere within the world. And we're going to go in more details about how you can use that driver training program to improve your performance. He's a professional sports coach with more than 25 years experience, um, both as a driver as well as a coach. He loves working with athletes as well as with parents. So, so true to my heart. We get on really well. Here's Tommy's story about how he got started in motorsport, the fact that he's a twin and the difference in their raising ability, um, how he knows John Target, which is a great friend of the show, and the importance of having mindset to be successful in racing. Tommy also will be coming up in the coming month to be a guest speaker with inside our toolkit. So if you haven't already checked out our toolkit, guys, um, the link will be in today's show notes, so make sure you go through and check it out. Otherwise, race to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash toolkit. And basically, the toolkit, uh, we have cover an extensive range of topics from sponsorship, fitness, nutrition, social media, branding, PR, media training and mindset so it's an all-in-one solution to support athletes growth and development um, the site is updated weekly with new content and features and every month we actually do four live training sessions and we go through mindset we do a live q a to answer any questions you've got maybe about sponsorship or fitness or nutrition any of those um topics that we cover we answer in that live q a generally have a master class or a challenge and we also offer driver training um so if you're new to motorsports or in the first couple of years and looking to progress your career, please race over and check out the toolkit. Well, let's get started with today's show and hear from Tommy. Hello, Tommy, and welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Thank you. Thank you a lot. So as people can hear, you do have an accent, Tommy. Where are you coming live to us from today? I'm coming from Denmark. So I think yeah. that's why the accent is so... <laughs> Oh, as I was just saying off air, I love Denmark um, and a useless fact is that my dad used to be the importer of dino carts, so from Denmark. So we used to have lots of Norway and all of those kind of peeps come over to Australia and visit us like when I was younger and growing up. So 
kind of I kind of feel a little bit warm and fuzzy right now having this interview with you. So thanks again for joining us. Um, tell us a little bit about you and what do you do? Yeah, I'm um, I'm a former professional racing driver and also go kart. I raced. Uh, I think I had one or two races for Dino uh, back in the old days. Um, and then I'm yeah been been a professional and uh, driving a lot of of races mostly in Denmark and a little in Europe. And uh, I would say for the last 15 years, I've been working as a driver coach and also as a sports psychologist uh, consultant. So I'm working with with other sports also, uh, football, handball, swimming, whatever. So, yeah, I've been looking looking a lot into other sports uh, disciplines to see how can how are they doing and how can how can they evaluate and how can they be even better and how can we use that knowledge into motorsport? And I'm trying to do that. Yeah, there'd definitely be a lot of crossover when it comes to mindset. So we'll come back a little bit um, into mindset a little bit later on. Um, but what got you initially started with your motorsports? Oh, it started, I would say, when I was born. <laughs> my dad was in, my dad also, as your dad, was in, in motorsports. So my dad was uh, was a racing driver in, in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was about 10 years, I have a twin brother. We was on holiday. And we went to a rental car track and tried that. And we were just uh, saying, hey, we want to have a go-kart. But yeah, and then we, we tried once. Uh, and I would say, I was slow, really, really slow. My dad, he was, oh, you can't drive that slow. But yeah, <laughs> we did. And, and, and as a 12-year-old, I got my own go-kart and started, uh, yeah, started from there. So as you said, you're a twin. Did your brother get one as well? I Yes, oh, yes, he did. yes, 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 oh, yes, he did. And I'm, I'm, I'm often saying we when I'm talking about it because we were driving a lot together, yeah. uh, and he was he was in the beginning faster than me. He had he was easier. He had easier for learning, and I had to struggle a little more. But yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's also one of the one of my main. Uh, I think that's that's a strength for me now because I know more about learning and 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 to to work harder to to learn. To learn new stuff so so he was also a, a, a driver yeah and are you saying that he was a better driver than you like do you, is this like an argument over christmas dinners <laughs> yes and he was also he was the first born of us and I, i'm normally oh. joking that said he was it was the first and only that he got the first time so after that i was the fastest but yeah <laughs> but on 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 war pace, he was fastest, but uh, I think I was working harder. That's why I think, um, yeah, I have I was the only one getting professional. He didn't, so yeah. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. And talk us a little bit about your journey. So you're saying you got your carts when you were twelve. Um, you know what did you race? You started off with carts. Um, did you go into other categories? Yeah, I, I went to single seaters, Formula Ford, sixteen hundred, and Formula Ford two thousand, Formula uh, Renault, and then. Jump over to uh, to uh, saloon cars and and GT cars and so on, and have my own racing team and also with with historic uh, cars, a lot of Porsche, I would say. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I've I've been the whole way around. I'm trying almost everything uh, with racing. So yeah, yeah. And what what do you prefer, open wheelers or the tin tops? Open wheelers, open wheelers. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yes. Yeah. I would say go kart. I prefer go kart because that's that's pure racing. So yeah, yeah, I love karting too, as I said. But I'm a little bit biased. Um, but I guess for like from a physical and a mental performance, uh, is there a difference between the open wheelers and the tin tops that you found as an athlete? 
Uh, I will say when I got into a into a tin top, uh, the Salunka, I think it, it was going slow because I was coming from from the single seaters, so it was much easier. It was much more slow. You have you could see, hey, the, the grass is green there, and <laughs> you have the time to 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 look around in the corners and, and see much more. So I would say that's that's the the big difference. And then I get then I got uh, got into the sports cars to Porsche and Ferrari and so on. And then I would say that was much faster, and, and then you yeah. couldn't. Yeah, then you need to be more aware. <laughs> and you're saying that you've been a driver coach for the last 15 years. So tell us, like, what made you want to get into driver coaching? Um, I was educated first as a mechanic and afterward as a driving teacher, you know, normal uh, normal people having a, a driving license. And and uh, after that, I, I, I jumped in and got that professional racing, racing driver um, and and. You know, you know. Also, you work a lot with sponsors and so on, and, and that was, and I couldn't get the money for that. And I, I said, okay, I stop uh, racing. And and when I said I will stop racing, all the doors opened for me. <laughs> Funny <laughs> that, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Then there was a, a big sponsor, and then I said, hey, we want to have uh, have uh, a new uh, class series with with uh, that the drivers were not racing drivers, but uh, famous people outside racing and they want to learn them to drive a racing car so suddenly i was just uh, starting from there as a driver coach and then i also tried back in 2011 to start the Ginetta junior cup in denmark and we had a yeah. great test day and everything but but the financial in, in denmark was pretty really really hard so so it i was not uh, it didn't work so so there was only at one test day and that was it but after that, the people who work together with me say, hey, you need to work much more with the young people. Right. Yeah. And then I said, ah, okay, then I'll do that. <laughs> and, then I, and then I start educating me under the Federation of Sport in Denmark. We have something named uh, Team Denmark. And that's, the, that's the highest level of, of, of sport education. And they're working with, with Olympic athletes and so on. And I was educated under them as an elite coach and especially on the mental side. And, and that's that, that's how it started. Yeah, that's right. I like they say motorsport. It's all about networking, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is for sure. <laughs> I am just going to go back a little bit about sponsorship because I did see that you did that before, and I guess like you don't know what it's like in Australia, but is it as difficult over there in Denmark to seek sponsorship as well? Like, is motorsport a massive sport over there? Everybody knows about it. I guess maybe in the scheme of like motorsports. Of sports, sorry, like where does it kind of fit in the national, you know, hierarchy of sports? Like, you know, is it hockey, it's soccer, and then motorsports? Or I would say, it's, I think it's difficult here in Denmark than in Australia, <laughs> and for sure, for sure, in Denmark, the national sport is football. So, so, uh, and they had a lot of of uh, television and so on. So, so that's yeah. that's the easy part. And when when. Drivers come to me and tell and, and they say, I want to be a professional racing driver. I want to 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 race all the time. And I, my advice is to say, okay, get a good education, get a good yeah. job, earn a lot of money, and then you can go out and be a racing driver. That, that's the I think that's the easiest part. That's but right. but luckily not everybody are listening to me. <laughs> 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 because they want it so much, so so they are starting with sponsorship and i'll say when they're starting with sponsorship they need to start as early as possible 10 years 12 years and so on and go out and and because when they're coming a kid to you as uh, 10 years and say hey i'm driving go-kart 
I just need a little more money because my dad can't afford it. Then, then the company will say, ah, okay, you're a nice guy and so on. And you, you, you have the courage. <laughs> yeah, and you have the courage to come in and talk with me. So, so they will start it from there. And if you start as a 25-year-old, then it's much harder, I say. So, so you can start in, in, in the early days and you have, when you get 20 or something, then you have a good network and then you are used to it. And then the big money can come. Yeah. That's right. I think that's the hardest thing, like, um, over here that once they, the children kind of get to, like, 17 and 18, mum and dad are like, okay, I've been funding this for 10 years. You're old enough to get a good job. Go out, get a job, and uh, now you can pay for racing for yourself. And they're like, well, hang on, I don't know, it costs that much money, or I don't want to go to work now and spend my hard-earned money racing. And so we do lose a lot to the uh, to the work <laughs> life. And <laughs> Yes, exactly. And also the, 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 the parents, I think they, they do too much for the children because they're going out to find the money. And they don't have to do that. It has to be the kids. I know. And that's why we offer online education for everybody and do like free tips all the time and strategies. And um, I think my biggest frustration is that athletes don't understand how much time they actually have to invest within sponsorship. Um, you know, I'm, again, constantly saying you need to be doing it every single week like i have a free facebook group called motorsport sponsorship and you know every week we're doing tips and lives and questions and answers and everything like as a support group um but at the end of the day i'm like you have to put in the time and people a lot of people don't have time to do it but it's like well it depends on how much you want to go racing so exactly if they want to they will have they'll find the time I think You're I right. think I think that's 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 the way it is. So yeah. And so, Tommy, over your many years of experience as a race car driver as well as a race coach, what's been the most challenging things that you've come up against? I guess as a driver coach, um, I think we just mentioned about people committing uh, to bettering themselves, like with learning about sponsorship and, and just learning in general. Is there anything that's kind of really stood out for you? So you think as a, as a driver or for me as a, as a driver coach? What is... uh, both, both, yeah. Okay, yes. I would say for, for me as a driver coach that the, the, the most difficult was I, I'm, I'm the first one in Denmark doing it. So uh, exactly. I've been doing it for almost 15 years. So I started something new. And, and you know, with, with new things, people just need to look at, hey, what is this? So, so they're not yeah. just jumping into it. Uh, and then also, I think also a lot of drivers who go out racing, good racing drivers, also going out and say, okay, I can be a driver coach. But they don't know how to coach. They just say, go faster into this corner or break later. But they don't know the, the psychology behind how to how to educate people, how to how can they learn more from you than, than just say, look at me and, and do this. I said, this, this I is one of yeah, this this is a big challenge, I would say. It still is. So what are some of the core fundamentals of being a great driver coach? Without giving away all your little secrets. <laughs> hey, this is one of the one of the big things is to come with all your secrets. Don't be afraid of of, of telling somebody what you know. Because yep. the more you can tell them, the more they have the ability to learn from you because the first time you say it, it's not sure that they get it. So I will say the more open I can be, uh, the better it will be for me and for sure for the drivers. And for someone who's new to the sport, 
and probably just starting out, what exactly is a driver coach and what, what are the benefits of engaging with a driver coach? Um, the benefits, it's because a lot, especially here in Denmark, I would say a lot of people are saying, just go out and do some laps. But if you, if <laughs> I like your, what, what you just, <laughs> what I just saw your face there, I like that. So yeah, uh, because I would say that that's, it's not a good advice just go out and do laps because you are going out and do all the wrong thing because you don't know how to drive and and then you will get a lot of 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 uh, failure in your driving so so the driver coach that you that you hook up with will will learn you the right thing the right techniques how to brake how to release the brake and how to work with the rotation of the car and everything all the small details that you don't have any uh, clue to, to know about when you're when you're new into this. You just, as a new driver, you just think, okay, I need to go out, just put the throttle to to the floor, and then I'll go fast. <laughs> and, nah. and, no, no, but but new people think it's it's the way. And do you do you drive a coaching from karting or grassroots, or what kind of um, do you, do you coach at right now with your business? Uh, all drivers. I was uh, have uh, the youngest this year is an eight year old uh, go kart driver, um, yeah. and I've, two days ago I was together with a, a fifty eight years uh, in in a TCR car. So mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 this weekend also with a eighteen years old, he's uh, driving the Spanish, not the European uh, F three series. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah, everybody I will say yeah. So what part? Obviously, we know that motorsports is expensive to get started. Um, so, at what point should people engage within a driver coach? Do you think is that something like within the first six months, or do you think they should do twelve months of doing laps and and getting a feel for the vehicle? Um, obviously, once they're starting out, they're not necessarily going to go straight to TCR or straight to um, Spanish F three. So there there is a bit of a roadmap to get to those events. Um, so, yeah, what what's your recommendations around when should they engage with a driver coach? Uh, when you begin, when you have the when you have the thought that that I want to be a racing driver, I want to be a track day driver, then 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 go with a coach. Uh, wow, Tommy, you must be flat out. How many competitors do you have in Denmark? <laughs> not much. <laughs> no, no, not many. No, but I, I was uh, two weeks ago. I was on a race track with a with a twenty one year old. He was he need to. In, he have a Porsche Cayman RS, just just uh, a track day car because he will go for charity with with young people, and and when you go in, in this event, you need to to be a, be a good driver. So so it's it's not dangerous to drive with you. And and then when I went a day with him, and and he he learned a lot, and he said it was much easier to drive the car after that, and it was easier but also faster. So, yeah, yeah, because I guess like you're educating them around exactly what to do as opposed to, like you're saying, for them to think what they're meant to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he didn't thought that it was, he just, hey, I need to, I need to just go uh, full, full attack and, and use the throttle because he thought that the throttle was the one that made him fast, but it wasn't, yeah. it was the great. <laughs> yeah. And. There's obviously other factors as well. So there are driving techniques, but what else do you cover in a driving um, coaching session? Uh, it, it, it depends on the drivers, but but of course, it's a new one. It's a lot about driving technique, 
And if they know more about that, I will say it's more about the mental side. It's more about uh, about their feelings and about their thoughts, and and how uh, and mindfulness. I'm working a lot with mindfulness also. So yeah, and it's it's a lot into you uh, as a driver. What are you thinking about yourself, and what are you thinking about this um, the next event that you're going to, the next race? Do you have something that blocks you? It could just yeah. be a little thought. So so talking about that and, and find out what what holds you back. And is that like kind of information context that you got from the Denmark AI, like Olympic training, or is that something that you've found yourself as an athlete and then doing your own personal development over the last 20-odd years um, to know how important mindset in psychology is within race performance? It's it's a combination. It's a combination. I got the tools from from the education and, and then also a lot of my old experience with a lot of drivers, I then I've learned a, a lot from, from the drivers and how to how to react and, and how to come with the right questions. Yeah, and so on. So so I'll say it's it has to be it's experience, but if you don't have the right tools as before, if you just go out and do some laps and don't know what to do, then you yeah, it's not good enough. So you need to I would say you need to have a good education. And what I see here in Denmark and in Europe, I would say a lot of driver coaches don't have this education. Mm-hmm. They're just they're fast drivers, but yeah, they need to to educate themselves a little more, from my point of view. <laughs> and of course, you need to have that adaptability to to adapt to each and everyone's personalities, and being able to educate or communicate with them in different skill sets and techniques and different ways for, for them to be able to understand it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned that you work with the young ones. Do you also work with the parents as well? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I have done a lot of uh, workshops for parents. So, <laughs> and also when I have, especially young drivers, they're coming with, with an, an, a problem. I said to the parents, please be with them. Sit here and listen to what, when we are talking, then they can listen to what we are talking about and then they can help them more. And 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 often... The parents will say, ah, okay, it was this is my fault because I was pushing him too hard or saying, why yesterday you could you could do this and today you can't do why and so on. So so they don't have the understanding of the learning process. They just want to see the goals because they have invested a lot of time and a lot of money in it and and then they want to see the results. Yes. Yeah. Or they want the child to live out their racing dreams. <laughs> yeah, some of them, yeah, yeah, because they didn't. <laughs> on that note Tommy do you have any kids that are now racing yeah I have three kids uh, <laughs> the oldest he is a track day instructor and, and also in instructing uh, is in uh, eSport yeah and, fantastic and, yes and the other uh, guy he's 18 he's he's driving uh, endurance racing together with his his uh, good friend and yeah. they are paying it on them own on their own then I'm not I help them I, I I, I drove the car to the track, but I'm not <laughs> for anything. They are working on it on their own. So, in my, oh, and, fantastic! And, yeah, and he's also a mechanic. So, yeah, yeah. I have, sp- of course, everybody spend a little of money in their in their kids. We need to do that, but I would say it's nothing compared to what other pe- parents have done. I would say really, it's it's nothing. And and yeah, and the oldest when he is in a race car, he got paid for it, uh, and he's living forward right now and and the other one is is, is still working on it but on his own and having 
he's going out in 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 the local also to get some sponsors and so on because people can see ah you're doing it you and your friends yeah, yeah. doing this for your own is is what you want to do for yourself yeah. and not because of your dad and then they say ah okay we want to help you and and they yeah. got a lot of credit for that fantastic and it's great that he's got like another skill set like being a mechanic i think it's fantastic when the drivers have an understanding of how the vehicle actually works that they're trying to operate as well and i think that's like a number one thing that sometimes drivers athletes don't consider is like that it's really important to have a clear understanding of how does the vehicle work especially if they're racing with different categories because obviously they all um, operate very differently um and so yeah one of the best ways to do that is actually being hands-on and Yes, yes, yeah. Technical or engineering and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Especially when uh, for endurance racing and so on. If something is wrong with the car, they can come in and, and tell much more about it. But yeah, and, and, but some people also think that, that a driver can think too much about the car and not going out and being fast. But yeah, yeah. I would say it's skills that you just need to learn, so so you can do it. Yeah. And you also work with some race teams as well. Tell us about what kind of um, training or, or workshops that you offer for the race teams for the for the race team it, it's it's just uh, yeah you can say teamwork but but what is teamwork yeah uh, it's, it's a lot about communication and also a lot about saying okay which which role do you have the, the team leader what who do you communicate to and and and, and uh, the first mechanic how do you work and 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 how do you get the information from the drivers of or, or from the team boss and how do you Get the information to your mechanics and so on. So, so everybody know what to do, but also know what the others are doing. Yes. So, uh, and and getting this um, this positivity also around the drivers, around the, the mechanics. So, so they work together, and and also if they have some problem, if you know they can't be good friends all the time because it's 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 pretty stressful sometimes. But yeah. after that, getting a, a good talk about okay, what was good, what was bad, how can we improve. So they get the, I'll say, all uh, the tire men and whatever they are, they get the ownership of their own, that they are yeah. there because they are needed to be there, that they, the drivers, the team boss, whatever, appreciate them to be there instead of just, hey, go out, do your work. Yeah, that's right. When we work, when I work with any of the teams, I get them to actually do the love language, Tommy. Have you, you know, the five love languages. No, I, I didn't understand that. Oh, when I work with the race teams, one of the mm -hmm. first exercises that we do is do the five love languages. Have you done that assessment? Ah, okay. On, on communication. I'll send you the link about it and it's please, like please. how you like to communicate with. They're like, oh, my God, they're not lovers. And I was like, this is work, guys, You sp and girls. You spend more time here than what you do at home, so communication is key. And I'm like, so you can take this test home and do it with your partner. But it's important to understand how everybody – and it's more around like whether you, you like to acknowledge people or you prefer to give gifts or if you prefer to like have words of affirmation or those kind of um, – just there's five of them that I'll send through. And you can that's that's that. interesting to, to use this kind of, of – of, uh, of, uh, of, um... An assessment, yeah. Yeah, it is, yes. It is. Yeah, I'll send that through. So yeah. obviously you've been doing it for a very long time. You're very passionate about helping grassroots competitors, not only in Denmark, all over the world. And you've currently come up with a new business, an online software program. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, and this is a baseline driver training program. And um, 
this is where we're going much more into we separate your skills in this so so right now the only thing you can do in in this software program is is training your brake how to adapt to your brake releasing your throttle and how you adapt to the brake and and later on we will do yeah later on we'll do much more but but we need to start <laughs> and then build on so so it is it is a software program to uh, to learn to brake and 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 also you can you can see how fast you're releasing your throttle you can see how fast you are you're hitting your braking peak and how you release your brake so you can you can go in and 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 learn much more about yourself and in this on the on the when you are when you're into the program you we also have some uh, videos uh with with brain training so you're doing you're you're doing your your braking technique but you're doing other stuff with your brain so so in, in that way you improve even more as a driver and you can much more in stress situation you you know how to brake you know you know your techniques because they're, they're in the subconscious. You're just it's it's you're you're wasted your baseline as a driver. Hence the yeah. name. <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why. And and the and the reason why I, I the, the the reason that I got this idea was I think ten years twelve years ago I I started uh, with simulator training, and I was the one of the first in Denmark to even have a simulator. And I was the yeah. first to do uh, to do coaching in the simulator, and a lot of drivers came because they want to know they want to learn the tracks that they were going to, yeah. and and I think that's that's the a lot of drivers use simulators because they want to learn the tracks, but that's uh, you can learn. They just do laps. Exactly, and and you can learn so much more in a simulator than just learn the track, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm doing. But then I think three, four years ago, uh, people stopped coming to me because they have their own simulator. And I think, okay, but I could see that the drivers who came to me uh, training in my simulator went back to their own simulator and then come to me again. They were improving even more because we, I could, I could pinpoint where they need to, which, which skills they need to to practice on, and they could go home and do it even more. And then yeah. come back, and we could see have this evaluation. Okay, what what did good, what did you do good, and and where what was difficult for you, and where do you need to improve? And then they went back again. So three years ago, I got this idea. Hey, I need to if the if the clients are not coming to me, then I need to come to the client. Mm -hmm. So so I start working on this uh, on this software program, but. I'm not a software developer, so I, I needed to. <laughs> so I have people around me doing this, and I would say it's, it, it has been a it has been a long, difficult trip uh, to 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 make this program because it's it's pretty hard to do that. But now, luckily, I would say I have for three months ago I got some really good guys that have the time to it, and also they have the knowledge to to do this. So now we are improving on on it. So, but. Yeah, spend a lot of time, spend a lot of money on it. So, so yeah. <laughs> and is it um, suitable for all race categories, or is it specific for one? Is it four wheels as well as two wheels, or? Uh, right now, it is. It is four wheel. It is. It is. You, it's, it's a software. It's a standalone software program that you download to your to your simulator. So it's not uh, with. It's not i racing. It's not a set of course. It just. It is baseline. <laughs> And, and then you are you are you are training your own skills, and then you can jump into to eye racing or whatever. 
some of the drivers uh, that use who use it is say that they're using it for about 10 minutes or half an hour warming up they're warming up their muscles they're warming up their brain and then they jump into eye racing and drive so so it is it's 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 what it is <laughs> and yeah. so is it, is it like a program like that you know over eight weeks you go from here to there or is it like a one-time investment that once they purchase it then it's continued to upgrade or is it a membership based or how does the actual program work it's it's a membership you can have it for a month or you can have it for half year or for a year yep. so it's uh, it's it's a membership and 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 they can and try we, it out to see if they like it and get yes it it, yes exactly we have and we have it a seven days free trial period so so yeah awesome. uh, and right now we have we have one track with five break zones so we have five different break zones. Uh, I have also now in my edition, the, I got the new edition yesterday, but it's not out yet. But then I have yeah. a new track there with, with eight break zones. Uh, and also we're working on having when you're finished breaking, you need to adapt to the throttle and then go out of the corner with the throttle. And that is also one of the, the things that will come uh, pretty soon. And we are working on an, an editor program. So you can take your data from your own race car or from your driver codes and put it into this into the baseline and then you can then you can practice the the brake traces from another driver awesome so, i love yeah. it and of course the link to um baseline all um tommy's information will be in the today's show notes so you can race down and check out some more information um but verbally what is the link to go and have a look or the website yeah, it's it's baselinedrivertraining.com. So so go in there and look. Uh, and also we have also uh, in the bottom of the side we have a subscription. So you can you can get the newsletter from us where I'm talking about driving technique, but also the mental part. So so we have so so you you can you can de dive into both things. So so you can get this information also. Fantastic, yeah. and people can learn a little bit more about you. We've had just a bit of a scrape over your career and content to date today, so I do thank you for your time. Um, before we wrap this up, Tommy, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? You, there's been so many um, great points today, but just before we go. It could be a lot, but yeah. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I, will say that, I will say the most important thing as you as a driver or as a parent or as a coach or mechanic, whatever, is awareness be aware of yourself but also be aware of the people that that you're coaching that you're working together with the more you are aware the more you can you can navigate so so and, and then you can improve better so i would say awareness wonderful again tommy thank you so much for all of that today um again all of tommy's information will be in the show notes please make sure you rush out and check out his program Thanks again, Tommy. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. And thank you for letting me come here. No worries. See ya. See you. Bye. Get ready for the race. Do you feel one step closer to being the next superstar behind the wheel? MotivateTraining.com.au for more. M-O-T-I-V, the number eight, training.com.au. The green flag. Every episode gets you one step closer to the checkered flag. The Motorsport Coaching Podcast, getting you to the checkered flag faster.